Week two of Tobacco Road Weekly, and it's week eight of ACC basketball. Hard to keep up this year with, you know, COVID really rears its ugly head again. It's hard to believe it's week eight of ACC basketball, and some of these teams are like, what, five and four. Uh, You know, like they're playing a game a week, and, you know, no fault of their own, Uh, but definitely had, we had some interesting games this week. Uh, I know... uh, I know my partner in crime on Tobacco Road Weekly doesn't want to talk about some of them, but uh, we're going to anyway. But uh, as always, with me tonight on Tobacco Road Weekly, week two, Mr. Billy Parker. Billy, how are you this week? Amy, doing, doing as, as, as well as I can be after last night's uh, basketball game, but we'll get into that a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, it was something, you know, I was doing an interview for the final score and I did not get to see the state game. It sounds like I didn't miss much unless you're a Florida State fan. Not. But, uh, you know, it is it is what it is. Uh, maybe we shouldn't have talked NC State up so much last week. Uh, maybe not. And the maybe taken to the woodshed means anything to you, that's what happened last night. Maybe, we, sh- maybe we shouldn't have... Uh, questioned Florida State at all last week either. We were kind of questioning how they were with all that talent they had. And yeah, I think they, I think they got a little angry with us, but we'll, that wasn't, so. wasn't pretty so we'll last dive night. into that. So lots happened. I mean, it's amazing, um, you know, how quick things could change in a week, especially with everything going on, um, you know, with the COVID and how important each game is in the ACC. But, you know, I think it's going to be really interesting when we look and we'll, we'll walk through these power rankings really quickly. But how much has changed from what we what we're seeing last week as a trend to what we're seeing this week? Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, State being on one of those teams that are going on a down, downward trend and Carolina on the upward trend. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll cover some of that tonight as we, you know, knock through these power rankings and, and kind of see how much has changed in this one week's time. You know, still, still, uh, COVID is, is, like I said, rearing its ugly head, postponing a lot of games. Uh, there's one, two, three. I think there was three that we know of now that are going to be postponed or were postponed so far. Um, yeah, I mean, this past Saturday, Carolina Clemson postponed. Uh, looks like Clemson's got something going on there because Carolina played, uh, Three days later, on, on what was that? That was Tuesday night. Played on Tuesday night against Syracuse, but yeah, you know, and, and we've already got what the state and Georgia Tech postponed yep. from from, postponed. from yep. this this Saturday scheduled this Saturday already postponed. Uh, Georgia Tech had a game against Pitt last night postponed. So, and it sounds like with with state from what you were hearing, state's got that got a case and, and Georgia Tech has definitely got something going on there with them. So yeah, it's I mean it's definitely impacting uh quite a bit. Uh so we're we're definitely seeing that. And I guess right now it's what teams can handle it. And uh 
you know, one of the things we were looking at with Florida State, I think they have been played since December 15th, I think it was the last game, and it did not seem to bother them last night at all. I mean, no. They all bottled that up and exploded last night, but not every team's going to be like that. Some teams are going to come out sluggish, um, so you just don't know how you're being prepared and how they're going to react to that time off, so it's going to be interesting, and it, it will impact. It's definitely going to impact um you know, some of these games and how everything turns out with these teams. Um, and I think a lot of depends on coaching. You've got to have your team ready to play no matter what. Um, yeah, definitely. So I think we're going to see that as well um, as a trend. Why don't we kick it off, um, you know, with the power rankings real quick. And, and, and with that, we can give kind of an overview of the kind of where some of these teams landed um, through <laughs> the week. You know, maybe starting off, I think we're starting off with um, number one, with uh, number 18th ranked Virginia. And, you know, it's funny, Steve, last week, you know, we did the show and we had, we, we landed with Virginia as number one. Um, and I was comfortable with our conversation. I think we had good reason on it. But it, my, uh, one of my good friends from Virginia who I actually talked about on the podcast <laughs> followed back up with me. He's like, I don't know. You guys might have ranked Virginia too high. Um, but I don't think so. I, you know, maybe they're not number one, but they're, they're definitely up there. Um, so they're still sitting at, I believe, what, 4-0 now after a win last night? Yeah, after, after um, beat, I think they had the win last night. Yeah, they, they beat Notre Dame 80-68 to last right. night. Uh, yep. You know, it's just like we talked about last week. Virginia doesn't give you style points. Virginia is, no. is you know, Tony Bennett's got, like I said last week, he's got a great defensive team. They, Virginia doesn't let you score many points. You know, 68 against Virginia is a lot of points compared to what they have done the season past. But Virginia's not going to be one of those that's that's out there like like a Duke, let's say like Duke when they had, you know, all those freshmen or something like that. Virginia just plays ball. They they Their players are fundamentally sound. You're going to have a balanced team and you're going to have great defense. And that's what Virginia does, and Virginia does it well. That's why they're on the top. So I don't think we were wrong in ranking them too high. I think they're right where they need to be right now because they're playing probably – they're one of the top, I would say, top two teams. It, it could be a Virginia-Virginia battle for that top spot right now because after what I saw the other night, uh, Virginia Tech looks like they might be the real deal. But Virginia is definitely – where they need to be right now, number one, undefeated in the ACC, eight and two overall, four and zero in the ACC, and uh, you know I don't see them. Uh, it, it'll be interesting when they when they have that matchup with Virginia Tech. Yeah, I think that's going to be because they're two different, complete opposite yes. programs um, yes. in the way they play ball. So I think that build, I think Virginia Tech may give them some problems, um, or Virginia could give them problems with their defense. So uh, that'll be a really interesting game. I think a really in, a meaningful game when they do play um, for who's going to be sitting at the top in the ACC. So that takes us right to Virginia Tech, who's sitting at number two on the power ranking. Um, at number 20, I think they're ranked in the country right now. Um, so 10-2, and 4-1 in the ACC. Just coming off that really good win against Duke. Uh, you know, anytime you can beat Duke, that's, you know, a good solid win. Um, good game. You know, it was one of those games that Virginia Tech actually – had a pretty solid lead most yeah, of the game and had yeah. control of it. Duke came back. I think they cut it to one point with about five minutes to go. And then Virginia Tech just finished them all. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, it was at, um, 
Virginia Tech, so you know I don't know how much the home court advantage. Is there a, that, that's but, a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. Is there a home court advantage this year? Yeah. With no crowd there, you know, we talked about that a little bit with no crowd in Cameron. How that's going to affect? I think you know. To me, and I know they play; they're playing against a different team. But to me, it feel, it would feel like a scrimmage, you know, with no crowd there. Yeah. How, and, and you know, you know, it's got to be hard for these guys to get up for a game when you're sitting there and no emotion. Because a lot of this game is about emotion, and you get that yeah, emotion. Absolutely. And we talked about that last week too, how we right. we used to feed off that. But with this, you know, how hard is it for these guys? To, to not have a crowd there to, you know, just be like, whoa, I'm just, you make a, you make a big play and you, you automatically look to the crowd to get up and, and remember all those years with Duke, how many times you see Duke players getting yeah. the Cameron crazies up, slapping the floor for defense yeah. and the crowd will go nuts. It's got to be yeah, a I big difference. people in the stands. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't the know. The guy in the stands away, um, that'd be great. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what I'd love to do is do, we could do a, uh, maybe by next week, do a quick uh, kind of look at kind of home game um, road wins and see the percentage of road wins versus last year, you know, how that compares. And you can see even an increase in road wins. Well, so, they might be an interesting thing to look at. You know, with the, with the amount of games these teams have played so far, I don't know if you'll be able to really – Gauge that. Well, maybe know, not. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. You know, Virginia Tech is definitely one of them that's played. Many, you know, they're ten and two, four and one in the ACC. Either can you? They lost uh, uh, the game to Louisville. I, I'm, I'm just. I, I would love to go back and watch that game against Louisville because Louisville must. We've talked about Louisville too. Louisville's uh, a team you have to watch out for. But Virginia Tech just looked so great against Duke the other night. And when I turned it on, of course, as soon. I flipped away for a minute and flipped back, and Duke started coming back. I was like, "Okay, I got to sit here and watch this for a little while because you know I, I know how Duke can do." Of course, uh, number three is Clemson, who did, they haven't even played this week. Of course, the Carolina game at Chapel Hill, which uh, you know I'm a Carolina fan, but I think Clemson would have probably. Probably won that. No, one. we were really hyped in that game last week, Stevie. We, I was really disappointed. I think that was going to be the best game of the week. Yeah, um, so I was really disappointed that it happened. You know, they they their only loss in the ACC, the only loss overall, is to Virginia Tech, and that was how they started off conference play. Since then, they've won three in a row. Um, yeah, and now I guess I'm hoping they're going to play this week because this should be a good game too. They're playing Virginia this week, which uh, I mean. Should be an awesome game there. That will, and I hope they get to play this week because I don't want to tout another Clemson game as being the game of the week, and then they they don't play. Right. But that that's probably that's probably going to be the game of the week right there. But nothing really that you can say about Clemson this week. They're, they're they haven't played, so I mean, no. Well, let's see. I mean, they, I mean, they were kind of on a on a flow. I mean, they were clicking. So let's let's see how they do. They've had a little bit of layoff. Um, let's see if they can keep that momentum going forward yeah. against Virginia, which is going to be something. That's going to be tough. Is but you got to yeah, realize absolutely. with Clemson, Clemson is so balanced on offense. I mean, they seven are. players averaging at least five points, and nobody averaging more than thir- twelve point six. Nobody averaging more than twelve point six points. So 
you've got a balanced attack, so you're not dependent on one or two guys. That's what's scary about Clemson right now. It is, and they're mature. They've got some older players. Um, I I think they're gonna, you know, give Virginia a really tough tough time. Um, they don't get panicked and rattled. Uh, so you know, like I said, even when State had them down, they didn't they didn't panic at all. They just kind of kept at it, came back. So yeah, I agree with you. That might be the game to watch this week. Yeah. Um, so we'll circle that one. Uh, that that Clemson Virginia game. So that that's going to be a great one to watch. Yeah, up next at number four, we've got number sixteen Louisville, who is eight and one overall, three and zero in the ACC. Um, coming off that big win against Virginia Tech, seventy three seventy one, which we talked about last week. Now they're undefeated in in the ACC, tied with Virginia at the top. Um, the only bad game they really have is a loss against Wisconsin. They've taken right. care of business, proven they're a team who can win close games and could be that you know. Winning these close games right now, you think about when it comes to March Madness time, that that could be something important when it comes to March Madness or in, even in the ACC tournament. When it gets to the, the games that mean something, having that experience in these close games could really mean something for Louisville. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think they're another one of those teams that have proven themselves they're going to be in the top tier here. Um, so, again, I... Um, Super impressed by the way they've kind of weathered the storm of coaching changes and everything else that's happened. Um, and uh, you know, I guess they've got Wake Forest. They got they got the um, win over Wake Forest last night. Oh, that's right. They got the Wake Forest win last night. Yeah. And now and then they got Miami coming up on the 16th. So you know they're. Uh, but I guess they're now four zero in the ACC. Four zero, yeah. Uh, which is pretty solid. Um, so they're they're rolling as well. So I mean they're they've kind of separated from the the bunch as well, um, and kind of putting the position themselves in that top four or five here. So I think they're ranked exactly where kind of they should be, if not higher. Yeah. So let's go to number five. You want to talk about number five? Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'll talk about number five because after last night, I I for for a good bit of the game between the Florida State North Carolina State game, I was pretty convinced. State was playing an NBA team because Florida State, the size of these guys is unbelievable. Um, yeah. I mean, they've got the best athletes by far. Oh, yeah, no um, doubt about it. The, the freshman guard they have, he, I, I think he's 6'9", and flows with no problem. He dribbles, he can drive. He, um, I mean, three steps, and he was dunking the ball, I think, from one end of the court to the other. Uh, so a fun team to watch. And obviously, if they're hitting, you're done. Um, they've got a great inside game. Uh, they've got a great outside shot. Last night, they shot 70% um, from the field and over 70% from the three-point line. That's ridiculous. I mean, you, that's unheard of. You don't, yeah, you don't um, see that. You know, you can have – I don't think they shot that in shoot-around with nobody guarding them. <laughs> So, um, you know, State either had the worst defense, which maybe that was the case, but Forest State could not miss. That Forest State team shows up that I saw last night, nobody can beat them in the ACC. Um, so I'm really, you know, interested to see them move forward. They had that big break from the 15th of December, and, and they responded. So, you know, I think everybody thought they were going to have a little rust. They were going to have to knock off. But they knocked it off last night all over State. Um, and I don't want any part of Florida State moving forward. 
and they've got a big game coming up against Carolina. Oh. And if I was Carolina, I'd, I'd get ready um, yeah. because they are for real. And I would not be surprised moving forward if Florida State starts running through these teams. Um, they're that good. Um, I I couldn't have been more impressed. I mean, they scored 105 points last night. Just again, it was against State, so I don't know what that says, but uh, it, it was ridiculous. So really, uh, let's sit back and, and watch. Maybe that was just an anomaly. I know beginning of the season, Syracuse beat Boston College 101 to like 64. And then, you know, now, I mean, Syracuse is somewhat mediocre and Boston College is competing with teams that Syracuse is losing to. So I don't know what that means. Um, but I know last night Florida State showed up as, you know, an incredible basketball team. So the potential's there and they look ready. And they look like they're poised to make a run. So, we'll turn on the game against Carolina uh, this weekend. I think it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, so, we will see. We'll see if it will end that three-game winning streak by Carolina. Yeah, Raquan Evans is that guard you're talking about. He yeah. 24 That's points it. last night to lead Florida State. 57 to 32 Could I had more. He, they took him out half the game, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Up 25 at the half. And, uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Florida State looks like they're uh, they're gonna they're gonna be somebody that, we, that the rest of the league's gonna have to deal with. So, at number six, the Tar Heels from Carolina. Uh, you know they're not playing pretty, but like you said, they've won three in a row, three and two in the conference. Um, one of the problems Carolina's had, and they're young. We know they're young, but you know you don't want to make excuses. But they are young. Turning the ball over, they 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 did a little bit better job against Syracuse. Uh, only had 11, 11 turnovers, but they're still having a, a tough time uh, shooting the ball. But you know when you you can't shoot, you get those offensive rebounds. They had twenty four of those against Syracuse, and uh, Garrison Brooks seemed to have come out a little yeah. bit the other night. That was one we had talked about. You know, maybe we need to talk about these guys more. Maybe we don't need to pray, praise a lot of these guys because we praised State last week, and uh, that didn't turn out so well. They lost <laughs> lost right. two this week. They, they they lost both games this week against first against Miami and then Florida State. Um, maybe we need to you know really criticize these guys. We criticize Florida State and look at them. They want to roll and. Had a little something to say about Garrison Brooks, and uh, guess what? He starts playing better again. So maybe they're heading in the right direction. I don't know. They played. They set a record. They played in their thousandth ACC game this week. No other team has done that. Uh, which they get the win, eighty-one seventy-five over uh, Syracuse. Looking at their ACC overall record in a thousand games. They've won 708, lost 292. So they're winning 70% of their ACC that's games in the history. pretty darn good. I think that's pretty good. You know, I'll give, I'll give them credit there. Garrison Brooks, 16 points and 10 rebounds. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, you it's know. Beef last night. I think, I think he's, he's maybe, after a slow start, maybe he'll catch fire. But he's going to have to do something this week because Saturday they take on Florida State, and we, like we said, we've already talked enough about Florida State and what they're capable of doing. Um, is that, and that's at Florida State as well. So, like I said, though, you don't know about this home court advantage right now. All right, I mean, they sure let those goals at Florida State last night. They couldn't freaking miss. So, yeah. 
maybe it's something to be said. There's I don't know. Tight, you think there were some <laughs> tight rims down there? On one it was tight for state. They weren't so tight for uh, Florida State. So. Uh, <laughs> tight rims for on the on, and they switched them at halftime. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what happened. Somehow, somehow, some way, without anybody watching, they tightened up the rims at the other end. <laughs> so uh, yeah, number seven. Wow, what a fall from grace. Uh, yeah, they, they have. Duke. Duke coming off a, they get Coach K back uh, on Saturday for Wake Forest to get the eleven point win over Wake, seventy nine to sixty eight, and then run into the Virginia Tech buzzsaw we already we already talked about. Virginia Tech had you know, just like you said, Virginia Tech had really just dominated them first, especially in the first half. Uh, second half, it looked like Duke came out, made some adjustments, was getting the ball inside more, was getting some transition points. But like you said, as soon as they got within one, it was like Virginia Tech said, "All right, enough. We're gonna we're gonna end this right now and pull it away again." So uh, a little too close for comfort for me. <laughs> I would I would you know I would have waited. I wouldn't have waited till they cut it to one, but you know. <laughs> but made it interesting. Uh, made it interesting, so for sure. I think Duke's lacking that leadership. Um, exactly. That's that. the big thing. Um, the and that's, that's what you're going to run into when you do these one and dones like Duke has done. Yeah. Over, eventually, it's going to catch up. I've been saying this for years. It's going to catch up with you. You're going to you're going to not have leadership. The guys that are not getting playing time that are staying there for three or four years. Guess what? They don't. They can't be leaders because they're not on the court. Because every year yeah. you're replacing a one and done with another one and done. It's going to be the. I'm not going to say the death of college basketball, but it's going to be a big, big hurt on college basketball if they keep up this one and done stuff. I'm telling you, uh, that's that's just my feeling. But you look at Duke this year. Even when they've won, except for that. Wake Forest game. Most of these wins haven't come easy. I mean, and, yeah. and I don't know. It's 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 leadership and it's experience that that's hurting Duke right now. It is, and maybe that comes around, but right now they're you know in the middle of the pack. I mean that that's where they fall really in the middle of ACC, which is odd to say about Duke. I mean, really, it's it's odd to say Duke and Carolina both are in kind of the middle of ACC. Well, yeah, but I mean, pretty much given to be on top. And Carolina's had that one and done affect them a lot here in the last couple of yeah. years. I mean, they have. So I, I don't know. I, I'm just not a, and I understand the purpose. I understand these kids need to, you know, they need to, uh, they need to get money. I mean, there, there's a lot of these guys that that are looking to make money in the NBA. And I understand that, but, you know, you're also getting paid in a way. You're getting an education at these schools, and you should stay there. Yeah, these one and dones aren't getting much of an education. but uh. you need, you, Well, you need, that's what I'm saying. You need to stay there. Yeah. At least they need right. to go back to the old, the old ways where it was just understood that you stayed there at least to your junior year. Yeah. Uh, that was just, that's just my opinion. I mean, Duke is, I'm looking at their wins now. Uh, I don't count these these other teams. I mean, what is this team? Bellarmine, you ever heard of them? No. I don't know who <laughs> Bellarmine is, but, you know, 
Coppin State, they get a, a win over them. Notre Dame, they win by 10. Boston College by 1. Wake by 11. And that's it. I mean, they haven't played the cream, except for the Virginia Tech game, and you saw what happened with that. They haven't played the cream of the crop yet. And no. that's coming. I mean, Pitt is next, but then you run into Louisville, Georgia Tech, then Clemson, and then the Carolina game February 6th. But are they even playing some of these guys? No one even have a matchup against Florida State. That was postponed. So Ah, uh, I wanna try to get my hopefully that gets me. Probably probably um, not Rowan Shashevsky. Probably won't he'll make that not happen. Yeah, that's but, a, that's a good point. He'll probably dodge that one. Yeah, he'll dodge I that bullet. Him. But anyway, let's move on. Number eight, Syracuse. And Syracuse, just like you said, is is one of those teams that's like you think they can be dominant, uh, like you said, dominating Boston College in their first win, uh, 101 to 63, and now they've lost two in a row in the ACC. Um, they lose to Carolina, 81-79. It was a one-point game, but you know what? About a minute to go, so it uh, Carolina kind of ran away with a little bit. It was. Right there for the take. But you know what? Here's here's so. my thing with Carolina too. Carolina has a habit, especially this year and last year, and that's probably got a lot to do with experience. Carolina has a habit of uh, having games they should have run. They they're getting ready to run away with, and then they let teams get back in it. Yeah, and that yeah. was that was the case several times with the Syracuse game. It was a couple of times Carolina was about to run away with it, and then here comes a three. Here comes the three, but that's been Carolina yeah, for years. Uh, I wish Carolina. Buddy Beheim played awesome last yeah. night. I mean, he really did. Um, I mean, you can't. You say, "Well, he's the coach's son." Is that why he's playing? But he's drilling yeah. threes. Um, so he 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 lined it up from three. So you know, Syracuse played a good game last night. So I mean, they're a good basketball team for sure. Um, I wouldn't want to play them. You know, I know they're sitting at eight. I think eight might be a little low for them, to be quite honest with you, but. Not according to their record at this point. Well, I just think you're talking about the, the coaches' kids. I remember back in the day, uh, Maryland, you remember Leftridge's Dale, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. He had his, that, that was a coach's kid there. Uh, you didn't hardly ever saw this guy get, get on the court. I think his name was Chuck Drizel. I'd love to see. Maybe we can try to contact Chuck Drizel and get him on the show. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was a coach's kid there. I did. I absolutely despised Maryland back then. I, I just did. That was one of my. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I don't not as much as I did. The only thing I did like about Maryland was was Lynn Bias. Uh, how incredible oh, yeah. was he yeah. when he was at at, at uh, Maryland? For, unfortunately, we never got to see how incredible he could be in the pros. Just you know that that was so tragic. But uh, let's move on. Number nine. Your boys, the Wolf. Yeah, pack. I was trying to. I was. Yeah, I was. Hopefully, we could sidetrack and uh, get off, you know, track and just skip over number nine. But we got to go to number nine. You know, um, you know. Hey, last week I said it. So I, I said, hey, you know, states at the point they can either, you know, make a run and you know be competing for the top of the, the conference, or they could plummet and start heading towards the bottom. And they, 
they they plummeted and they went towards the bottom, um, which is disappointing uh, on on a couple of fronts. But uh, Miami game this weekend, I mean, they were playing a Miami team that was, I think, two if not three of the top players were out um, and, and playing at home, and they couldn't beat them. Yeah, uh, had a lead, couldn't put them away. Played, um, you know, turned the ball over. Played ugly basketball, deserved to lose. Um, so they come off of that loss against Miami, against Florida State, and you're hoping they can rebound and turn things around. And, well, we talked about what happened last night. So, um, <laughs> you know, that's one you race the tape, I guess, and throw that out and, and move on. Um, but, you know, I you these, don't really know these guys are going to have to learn from them. Yeah, they're going to they're have plenty of time to uh, think about it. Cause they before, are. You know, they don't play Georgia Tech this week. That's, that's been postponed. And you really don't know when State will play again. Just I don't. I don't. And they got Virginia scheduled for next week and, you know, next Wednesday, which will be a really interesting game. So I, I don't know if that's going to happen. So maybe they can use that time because that extra eight. I mean, one big hit they took last, and, and it sounds like an excuse, and it's a little bit of an excuse, but hmm. the Manny Bates was out again with an ankle injury. Manny Bates is the biggest guy they have, and um, you know, as part of state, you need some big guys. Yeah. So it's like they kind of threw in the towel when, when Bates couldn't play. Um, so it definitely threw them off. They haven't had their whole team on the court um, pretty much the whole season, uh, but there's no leadership uh, on that floor. It's it's a lot of one guy playing basketball, no team ball. Um, and one thing, you know, I'll – you know, I'll go both ways here. You know, I threw a lot of praise towards Keats last week, and I still think he's a really good coach. But I, I had real issues last night watching that game and making zero adjustments with the team lighting you up the way they did. State continued to press them. and they, I mean, couldn't close Florida State down. I mean, they go right down and dunk it every time or fire up a three. They didn't switch to zone. They stayed man-to-man. They didn't change anything. And when you're getting beat by 40 points and the other team's shooting 70%, you need to change something. Um, I mean, when I coached, you know, you know, basketball for the youth league, we would change defenses if we were getting lit up. I, so, you know, I don't know what happened there, and I still want an answer. You know, why not? You know, I mean, can you not adjust? You, you need to adjust your players. I don't know what happened there or why those adjustments were made, but it gives me a little bit of pause and concern on, okay, unless you just wanted them to – Learn a lesson. I don't know <laughs> what happened, uh, but really concerned. I think State's going to kind of stay towards the bottom. Uh, they don't really have any leaders on the floor, um, some talent, but not the chemistry that you want to see. So um, I have real concerns where State's going to end up um, within the conference. So I mean, now they're sitting uh, two and two and three with three straight losses. Uh, yeah. Not not good. Not going in the right yeah, direction. Not going so. Um, Trending down right right now. Trending, trending down. So hopefully by the time we talk again, they can turn it around. But who? We don't, don't even I know don't if they'll know. play next week. I mean, that's, that's just we saying. don't we, know exactly. Is, so hey, maybe that means they can't lose if they don't play. So that's this good. this is the age of COVID. We 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 don't know if they'll be able to play. So uh, yeah. All right. Next up is Pitt. That number right. ten is Pitt. Yeah. Pitt is six and two overall. Well, maybe they have they gone. Yeah, Pitt's six and two overall, two and one in ACC. They they were postponed last night against Georgia Tech. So, yep. 
don't really know what you're going to see against Pitt. They've already had three conference games. This is one of the teams that's really been hit hard. Three conference games postponed due to COVID, but they get the win over Syracuse, 63-60, a game which they were down 18 points. So now this is another team. We don't know when they'll play again. Um, Saturday's matchup, they're supposed to play Saturday against Syracuse. That'll be their which second. Which is hilarious. Second in a row against Syracuse. I mean, they of course would. It wouldn't have been that way if it wasn't if the Georgia Tech game had played. So they're going to play Syracuse back to back now. Um, it's surprising they got that win to me over Syracuse, but I don't know. Maybe maybe Syracuse is, is trending down now. Listen, I'm telling you, Pitt's a good basketball team. Um, so you know, I think it's had an opportunity to play. That's the only reason they're sitting at Pitt, yeah. in my opinion. So um, I think they beat Syracuse this week. Yeah, they did. They beat Syracuse. You think oh, they're going to beat them again? Coming up week. You think yeah, they're going to beat them again? Okay. I think okay. they'll beat them Saturday, and I think they're going to start trending up um, and keep going up. They they definitely are not going to be sitting at ten here uh, for very long. At least that. No, hey, what the heck? I know I, I got everything wrong last week, so we'll see. <laughs> so Georgia Tech. They're at number 11, 6-3 and three overall, 2-1 and yeah. one in ACC. Of course, we've already talked about their game this Saturday against NC State. It's been postponed, and their game last night against Pitt was postponed. So it's so tough to talk about these these teams when they're not playing. I mean, you don't really know right. what, what to say about it. They haven't played a game this week. Uh, they had a rough start to the season. They lost to Georgia State and Mercer, but then they went, they've gone 6-1 and one since. Pick, you know that includes wins over Kentucky and UNC. Did Kentucky get back on the right track or what? I saw the Florida game the other day. They they routed Florida, but is it too late? There's there Kentucky's a team that is probably one of those teams that usually makes the tournament. That right now is is on the outside looking into the tournament right now. Yeah, it's a lot of black basketball to play. Yeah, um, and it's. It's going to be interesting to see how they look at who gets in the tournament. They are Kentucky, so. We well, will, you can't. I think they'll but get. But, no, you cannot do that. Just because they're Kentucky, you can't put them in the, in the tournament, no matter what. I agree. But Just because of reputation. Because, you know, when Carolina had a tough year, they didn't put Carolina in because of their reputation. And Duke is, you know, I'm sure Duke, Duke wouldn't get put in either. So, don't do that for Kentucky if Notre Dame comes in at number 12. I, yeah. This is just a team. Uh, they can't, they can't yeah, win. They're not a terrible basketball. They're not a terrible basketball. They're close no. games. They're in close games every week. Um, maybe not so close last night against Virginia. But, I mean, they're not a bad basketball team. So, But they're not getting the wins. So, <laughs> no. uh, you know, lose by one, lose by 50, doesn't matter. Uh you know, still not getting that win. So they're sitting at, what, zero and... 0-4. 4. 3 and 7 yeah. overall. You know, they get they lose last night, Virginia, by 12. Uh, they're, they're playing some close games, I guess you could say that. You know, yeah. they have seven, eight losses, and six of those come by 10 points or less. But, you know, is that really something you want to... You know, I could see five points or less, but man, 10 points, you know... Maybe you're hanging around there, but you're still not still not where you need to be. And if Notre Dame is one of those teams, I think they're trending down right now, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, sitting at 12 is right. <laughs> number 13, Boston College. 3-9, and 1-5 and five in the ACC. Uh, they played Notre Dame on Saturday, which this should be a good matchup. But guess what? Boston College put a beating on Miami. I mean, you hit 18 three-pointers. How do you – How do you? <laughs> I mean, just like you said last week, live and die by the three. They get a 22-point win over Miami, 84-62, where they hit 18 three-pointers. Stevie, this is the team. Now, and let me see if I can get it. So, Boston, remember, this is the team that lost 101-63 to to Syracuse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then – now and then they go in and beat Miami um, like that. It it can't make sense of this stuff sometimes. But again, that three when it's going down, it it will really change things. But they were I don't know who was hotter, uh, Florida State or uh, or Boston College. Probably Florida State. Probably Florida State. Florida State. Geez, Boston, Boston College was right behind them. <laughs> Florida State scored a hundred hundred points. So yeah, I would say that. Uh, <laughs> Boston College, you know, they've been, you know, they've been competitive in majority of their games. But can this be a turning point for them, getting that big win? But it's like you said, if you live and die by the three, that's not a good. What I mean, you're going to get killed some nights, and and yeah, that showed up absolutely. in the Syracuse game. Uh, they also lost to, to Virginia, of course. UVA held them under a 50 points, 61-49 or, or Saturday. But, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe this is a, a good starting point for Boston College. Now, maybe they'll get on a roll now. I don't see it. But, I think, yeah. and I'm calling it here. I'm a, I, I think they're going to beat Notre Dame on Saturday. Oh, gosh, so. well, I, that, that's not uh, saying much to me, Billy. I mean, well, Notre should. Dame sitting at 12 or 13, but, um, you know, that will put them at, you know, two, two wins in a row. So, you know, that gives them some momentum. Okay, so number 14, and I can't believe they're at number 14, Miami. They're five and six overall, one and five in the ACC. Uh, you look at these guys, except for this game we just talked about, where they lost by twenty-two points. Three of their five losses in the ACC have come by a combined five points, and that was including the, what a one-point loss to Carolina. And who was that? Um, who was that one win against? Oh yeah, State. <laughs> yeah, it beat State without some of their players. Yeah, that's a tough one, but yeah, man. I mean, I agree with you. I, um, you know, they're they're close, but not quite getting there. Uh, I was up against State, but um, you got to learn how to finish. They got to learn how to finish. Yeah, they do. Um, and I, I think last night. I mean, they ran up against a hot man. I mean, Boston College team. Um, that things happen. Bad nights happen. You move on from that. So, man, he's going to beat some teams. They are. Um, yeah, but I think ultimately they're going to end up in the bottom tier here, the way things are going, obviously, at 1-5. and five. Yeah, and of course, number 15, same as last week, Wake Forest. Uh, Wake yeah. lose, loses to Duke on Saturday and, uh, you know, loses to Louisville last night. But they've only played, what, seven games I don't know yeah. if anybody's played less games than, than they have so far. It's, what about Duke? Yeah, that's uh, is that, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, Duke's played. Duke's played eight, games. so they're they're right okay. there with them. So seven games. That, I mean, but, 
But they haven't really been. But look who they played. You know, they had to play Duke. That's never an easy game. They got beat by Virginia, and who else beat them? Oh. Um, Louisville. Louisville. Okay. Well, I mean, they're playing more of the top tier of the conference. So um, I'm not shocked they're at, you know. It doesn't get any better Sunday. Sunday night they it, take on Virginia it, Tech. So. Oh, that doesn't. The life of ACC. Um, you know, it, it's never an easy game, which I love about this conference. You know, anybody can beat anybody, but you're right. Yeah, I think they are going to very well be sitting at zero and four next week. Um, it's Bill at the bottom. So, that's going to do for the power rankings this week. We went through all 15. Um, talking about a little bit about your lead, some of your leading scorers, Matthew Hurt from Duke. He's leading the league in, uh, in points per game at 19.6. He's followed by... Yeah, that's pretty soft. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not. I'm, t- I'm going to tell you this. From what I've seen with Duke, they're going to have to make some adjustments. They're going to have to grow yeah, up. Oh, the sec- well, I guess what you would call the second half of the season, uh, going down the stretch, you're going to have to grow up, or you're going to find yourself in the in the middle of the ACC, right where they're at now. Uh, you know, everybody yeah. talks about. Shashevsky's a great coach. Well, he's going to have to come up with something here because uh, Duke is Duke, Duke's going to struggle with, like we said, leadership and and experience. It's it's caught up, and I, I I mean I just don't see I don't see Duke doing much this year. But it is nice that they got they got one of their freshmen that's probably going to be gone next year. Uh, some point he's he's leading the league in points. That's nice little thing to put on his NBA resume when he gets picked next year in the draft. <laughs> so, let's see. Number two. I think some of Stevie's disdain for Duke's coming out, but I'm No, no I mean, look, look. I know, believe me, I know Duke has got, has had some great teams. Shashevsky's a great coach. No doubt about it. And I will say the same thing about Kentucky. Look at Kentucky. Look at, Kentucky is like the, the banner team for one and duns, and look at where they're at right now. Yeah, they they're playing better now, but look at how they've struggled. Leadership and experience. And that's you put Carolina right in that same conversation. Well, that's true. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. But I'm I'm just saying these two teams. Carolina's had that one and done hit them the last couple of years. Duke and Kentucky. That's been going on for years. You see what I'm saying? I wouldn't say Duke. I wouldn't put the cat in. I would. I would. I would go. I said last at least three, maybe four years. We do. It's training that way. Okay. So you want to go back? Okay. You want to go back? Let's let's say half a year and done. Let's say Kyrie Irving. Remember him? Yeah. How long ago was that? Kyrie Irving has been playing NBA ball for a long time now. And we're not going to even get to what I think about what he's doing now. Um, you know, of course. Yeah. So for it to be a trend, it's only been the last maybe three, four seasons. Uh, I don't know about that. I think it's been longer than that with Duke. Um, yeah, maybe. Kyrie Irving is he's 28 years old. So if he was one and done, that was when he was 18. So it's been 10 years ago. All right. That's one. 
Oh, oh the one! Come back! <laughs> oh my we lord! Again, we got some Carolina guys who jump pretty early too, in there too. So you know, it's not uh, the last. I would say with Carolina, the last two years. The last two years. Let's go back. Let's, you don't think you want to go back with Irving? Don't think you can find some guys that left in a year. After what was ten? Ten years ago was two thousand eleven. Let's pull up Duke's roster from 2011, and we're going to talk. We'll, you know, yeah, we're going to get a little sidetracked, but that's that's okay. Uh, okay, I'm looking. So he didn't even play. He was already gone by 2011. I'm looking at. Maybe not that next year they were they had one and dones because they didn't really. I'm pulling up 2012. So 2010-2011 was when Irvin was there. Duke was four, 30 and six that year. You're going to have a hard time getting sympathy for most of these teams when the Carolina Dukes. Oh, no, I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just saying <laughs> this is a team that that has, you know, that is starting to catch up with. Yeah, that's you're right. I mean, that's, that's true. That's it, all I'm it's saying. It's going to catch up with you. It's, gonna, yeah. it's, it's catching up, and, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm not going to go there then since Billy doesn't want me to go there. <laughs> Hey, I, I I just make sure you're not piling too much on Duke. I mean, uh, no, I'll pile it on Kentucky you know they too. Deserve it. <laughs> I'll pile it on Kentucky too. Um, yeah, that's true. I'll make sure you include Carolina in there. So believe me, they get their the top recruits in the nation every year too. So when you get the top recruits, and Carolina really hasn't got that. What? Who was it last year? Uh, Cole Anthony. He stayed one and yeah. done. I would I would admit that. That was, yeah. I didn't think he needed to be to go, but that was his choice. But, you know, I'm not going to go there. Billy's upset. <laughs> That's a whole, we could do a whole show on this. Well, yeah, we could do that. a whole show on so. this, but, you know. Um, so what's next? What do you want to talk about next? Well, you know, we only got through Hurt. So there's, um, you know, uh, Georgia Tech, Jose Alvarado is uh, – is next with he's averaging 18 points with Georgia Tech, and it seems like most Georgia Tech's offense. Um, yeah, and uh, and I guess number three we're looking at uh, Pitts, Justin Champagne, Champagne, Champagne. Yeah, <laughs> you even looked it up, make sure we got it right. So you know, and he's sitting at around 17 points. Um, Louisville, uh, Carly Jones is around uh, 17 points. So most of these guys, you know, everybody else was running 17, 16. So the top scores hit 19, which now I can't agree with you, Steve. I mean, that's not earth-shattering by any means to be leading scorer in the conference. So, I mean, no one's, you know, blowing things away. I mean, I think this is one year I don't really see a superstar in the conference. I don't, I don't either. Maybe I'm I don't see an outright. I don't see him. I don't see an outright MVP right now. No, I don't. Um so, you know, I think things are going to, it's going to be interesting to watch and see how that shakes out. But, you know, you know, interestingly enough, I think this is turning, you know, more of a defensive year than offensive year. Um, you know, looking at some of these teams, uh, I mean, that's obviously how Virginia plays ball. 
Uh, Florida State, incredible defense with their length. Uh, I thought State was playing some pretty solid defense there for a while. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's something we can look at a little bit deeper, maybe look next week is kind of how the defense is impacted. But, you know, I don't, I don't see the scoring. You know, even with some of the scores you're seeing in the league, okay, you take the 105 from Florida State and 101 from Syracuse um, off the table, which I'd love to do that. You know, rest of the scores, you know, you're not seeing a lot of 85, 70. Not a lot of uh, extremely high-scoring games um, that I'm seeing out there. So, you know, I don't see offenses really lighting things up at this point. Well, you know what? I always like to see a defensive game. And uh, it's, it's nice every once in a while to see some points scored. And, and uh, it's fun to watch. But I always like to watch a defensive game. Let's talk a little bit about what we got coming up Saturday, the schedule for this Saturday. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Leading off at 12 o'clock. ESPN Carolina at Florida State, and uh, yeah, I think Carolina's going to run into a buzzsaw unless unless Florida State got all their points out against State. Um, you know, Stevie Lynn always goes, they'll play Carolina and won't be able to throw one in the freaking ocean. Well, we'll um, see about that. State I think they make everyone in there, but I, I think they're they're the real deal, so um, we will see. Yeah, and then, then you have Syracuse versus Pitt, uh, 12 o'clock start. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, oh, like, all right. So why don't you take the picks on these? So all right, I so think Pitt's going to win. Carolina. All right, you picking Pitt? So Carolina, Florida State game. You calling Florida State? I'm calling Florida State on that one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I, I mean, the pick game. Pitt. I got Pitt over Syracuse. Yeah, I'm with you. I take Pitt over Syracuse as well. Then we got a four o'clock, four o'clock Boston College and Notre Dame. I'm going to Boston College on that. I don't think Notre Dame is going to win. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to still go. I think you got to go with Boston College. I can't. I mean, I don't think I'd pick Notre Dame at this point. Um, then we got a six o'clock start, Virginia and Clemson, which on ESPN, which should be a barn burner. Uh, you know what? I'm going Clemson with the upset. All right, we're gonna. We're it's gonna, at we're Clemson. It's one. at Clemson, yeah. but. You know, we don't we don't want to talk about home court advantage, but I'm just saying the only thing that would bother me about Clemson is the layoff. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what kind of tips me a little bit for now obviously it didn't hurt Florida State. No. Um but um I don't know. I, I think Virginia's just getting better and Clemson had a little bit of a break. I think Virginia's defense really bothers is gonna bother Clemson a little bit. Right. Uh, I'm gonna go Virginia on this one. Okay. But it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, and to be quite honest with you, I really do think the Carolina-Florida State is going to be a good one, too. So, uh-huh. it's a game to watch that Carolina-Florida you, State and that uh, Clemson-Virginia game. You just say that because you, you want it to be a blowout. Uh, I hope they lose by 50 points. So that's, you know, that's, <laughs> I knew it. I ain't stupid. I know how you are. <laughs> uh, then you got Louisville and Miami. Oh, um, I'm going Louisville. Louisville. Yeah, I'm going Louisville yeah. on that. That's that. That'll end the Saturday games, and then Sunday, you got Virginia Tech and Wake Forest. And uh, yeah, I'm thinking Virginia Tech gets that win. Uh, looking at, I agree, but don't be shocked to Wake Forest. You know, Wake Forest is going to slip and beat a couple teams, but not not this week. It's going to be Virginia Tech. Next week on a Monday, we got two Monday games: Notre Dame versus Howard, which I think Notre Dame might actually pull that wow, one out. That's kind of a random. Okay. Yeah. And th- <laughs> yeah. Then Notre Dame's going to get that win. Yeah, Florida State versus Louisville, which should be a, a pretty good game. Ooh. There. 
That could be that could be a great game. Yeah, that could be a, a Louisville win there. A Louisville may be able to take Florida State out. Um, then Tuesday I, night, Tuesday night you got Miami and Syracuse. Ugh. Not one I'm going to watch uh, there. Miami, Syracuse, Miami, Syracuse. I I tell you what. Um, I think Miami gets that. I'll take Syracuse. I think okay. we're on that one. I'll go Syracuse. Then uh, also Tuesday night you've got Duke against Pitt at Pitt. Oh, that'd be a good game. That'd I'm gonna go game. Pitt. I'm gonna go Pitt on that one. I think Capel takes down uh, Kikeski. Uh, you know I think uh, you're gonna go Duke. Just go ahead the, say it. I'm gonna go. I I am gonna have to. I think uh, I think Kikeski uh, is gonna get the best of his uh, uh, Capel and. Uh, it's gonna win that game. Okay. Well, maybe Shashevsky won't get upset if the if the Pitt fans start telling. <laughs> yeah, is that yeah, is that Pitt right? Yeah, that's that Pitt, So maybe so. he won't flip out. So, right. uh, oh gosh, too funny. Um, but yeah, that's 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 gonna be a really tough. We got some good games coming up. Yeah, um, we, I think that'll be a great game. To which watch. we got a really good lineup because we won't be back till Thursday or Friday. We'll be recording on Thursday. The Wednesday lineup looks looks pretty good too. Uh, Boston College at Virginia Tech, which Virginia Tech should win that one. NC State at Virginia. That you know, hopefully that happens. Um, yeah, we don't know if that'll gonna... happen, but maybe yeah. maybe it will. So let's say it does. Uh, you know, it's hard to put money on State at this point. So I, I definitely have to go Virginia. Yeah, I have to go Virginia. <laughs> Clemson and Georgia Tech. I'm going Clemson if that happens. Yeah, definitely Clemson. Uh, yeah, and then wait the end of the night. Wake Forest at Carolina. That could be an interesting game there. It, it could, and Wake. I wouldn't be surprised if Wake Forest has a number. Um, but I think a close game. Carolina pulls it off. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm going Carolina on that one anyway. But yeah, that that's going to do the until we until we are back on the air again. Uh, any closing thoughts tonight? You know, um, you know, looking at this week, I guess definitely closing thoughts is a week to make a huge impact in the conference. And it did. So, you know, it, and it did. So we will see, um, you know, what happens this week. The COVID effect is, is still something that really having to contend with, um, some teams more so than others. So, you know, um, between the COVID and kind of, you know, the schedule changes, it's going to be interesting how to watch, how to watch how this plays out. But, you know, let's, let's see, let's see what happens in the trend between this week and next. Um, you know, it, it definitely makes it interesting to kind of watch how this all is going to play out. I'd love to get some input um, from you guys out there on your thoughts. Um, I know we cover a lot of, you know, state Carolina, do. I'm curious if we got any listeners out there that are, you know, other ACC teams that they'd like to hear more about um, or more topics. So, follow them at us. Uh, we love to cover it. You know, Stevie's working on getting some, um, you know, individuals maybe on to talk a little bit to have that firsthand experience would be great. So, um, no, enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it's a tough week for the pack, so uh, I won't say go pack this week. Uh, we'll just, you know, oh, come hopefully on. We'll, we'll, we can turn the page on that. <laughs> Come on, you gotta say go pack. You gotta stick with your team. Um, after after this weekend uh, of NFL football, you know, if anybody 
going to yeah. be tested. I'm sticking with my team. Uh, yeah, that was embarrassing. Oh, I, I'm in thick or thin with them. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm hoping we could we can see a change. My 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 uh, my kids heard probably some colorful language uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have shared last night. So you know, it's covering their ears. Um, but uh, they they weren't surprised. You know, my son. My son said, hey, well, I mean, they always lose, so why we? <laughs> oh, wow. So, well, they win sometimes. Yeah. Um, so my kids even are giving me a hard time. That's, that's tough, you know. Um, yeah, hope it plays out. But, no, we will stick with our teams. We will be loyal. And uh, let's see where our picks are. I think we got three games that are a little bit different this week. Yeah, so we'll, yeah we do. Uh, let's see how we line up, how our guesses are. But, um, it's, it's good basketball ball to watch this next week. So tune in. And I uh, look forward to hashing this out next week. So hopefully I'm going to be lining up some guests, maybe not next week, but a week after a guest, uh, and we'll have some fun with, uh, do something different there. We, we may do a, a, a kind of a, like a draft thing with, with him. And, and this is a guy that played in the ACC, played in the NBA, and played overseas. So uh, he, he's a former guest of the final score. He's agreed to be on the show, uh, and I'm, I'm going to try to get him. If not next week, I'll get him this the week after next, hopefully, and he can come on to uh, Tobacco Road Weekly, and we'll have a little fun with him. But anyway, that's going to do it for Tobacco Road Weekly tonight, guys. We hope you've enjoyed us rambling on about ACC basketball, just two guys talking basketball. And uh, Billy, as always, had a great time. Uh, go Tar Heels. <laughs> go Pack. Oh, there. Got an item. Got an item. It's there. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week on Tobacco Row Weekly.